0: Hello, everybody. This is John with Catholic for Next. Thank you for dropping by my humble podcast, where I'll try to answer every question you can think of about the Catholic Church one episode at a time. I would like today to talk about the Pope, probably the most lied about, misunderstood person in the world today. And, um, He's on the news every day, and he's in the history books. He's in the encyclopedias. Everybody has heard of the Pope. We've had 266 of them in the Catholic Church, and we believe that Peter, the Apostle Peter, was the very first Pope. And we can look at Matthew chapter 16, In verse 13, you know, Jesus went on a field trip with his apostles and took them to a place called, and I know I can't pronounce this right, Caesarea Philippi. Now, I've done a little bit of research on this place, and I understand it was near the the coast. And it was a um, place where the Temple of Pan was. There were pagan temples. There were statues of different pagan gods, you got to remember where Israel is located between three continents. You know, you got um, Europe and Africa and Asia, and then you know the Middle East kind of is like a hub, and different people with different religions and customs would travel through Israel, um, going between these three continents of Europe and uh, Africa and Asia, and there's a lot of pagan influence, you know, even out of Egypt. And the Philistines and all the Canaanites and all the various peoples that lived in Israel in that area in the Bible times, just all kinds of stuff. So that's where they went. And I'll just read out of the King James Version. I always use it because I deal with non-Protestants here in the South. So I use the Bible that most people Uh, that are not Catholic, go by here in the South. So, verse 13, when Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? So they said, Some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood have not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I say unto you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven then he commanded his disciples they should tell no one that he was Jesus the Christ now that um happened and i just want to break this down in some redneck language just real basic you got jesus they're walking through this place, got all these pagan statues and gods and temples. And Jesus has some question, who do people say that I am? You know, Jesus was very popular and controversial to the Pharisees and was healing people and preaching to big crowds. And so uh, I think in another passage, they give different answers like Elijah and such, but uh, Peter speaks up and um tells him that he's you know the Christ the anointed one the messiah the son of god and jesus you know he was god in the flesh the god man you know john the gospel of john the first verse in the beginning was a word the word was with god the word was god verse 18 in the flesh and the word came and became flesh and dwelt among us so jesus is god in the flesh and he is standing Right there, face to face with Peter, and he tells Peter that he's given him the keys to heaven and earth. He says, Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. So, right there, he's given Peter the keys to everything. You know, back then. If the king went away and gave the keys over to his second in command, they say that one key went to the prison, one key went to the bank. So you controlled everything. So Jesus here gives Peter the keys to the kingdom and he tells them, whatever you bind or loose. That's pretty strong language. He tells Peter that he gives him authority. You can look it up in other translations, but it gives you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth or outlaw on earth or prohibit on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Now, that is real strong because Jesus, the God-man, is telling Peter that what you outlaw on earth will be outlawed in heaven and what you make allowable on earth will be allowable in heaven. That is very powerful. He has given Peter the authority to make laws or to loose laws, to bind or loose. That is very, very powerful language. And some would say, well, he's not talking about Peter, about Peter, he's talking about the church. Well, same thing. How many churches were around the first 1,500 years of Christianity, only one church. He definitely was not talking about the Baptist church here. He wasn't talking about the Episcopalian or the Assemblies of God because they were not in existence. There was only one church, and that was the Catholic church, and Peter was put in charge, and he gives the church authority to make laws, to end laws. It's very plain, and this is one of those scriptures where, uh, some of my family and my friends that are not Catholic, they say they just believe the Bible, whatever Jesus says. And then you read this passage out to them, and they choke on it. They just, they can't handle it. They start doing all these gymnastics and karate moves, these uh, dancing around. They just, you know, they don't have an answer for this. And we know by early church writings that the um The early church fathers, I'm talking about the disciples of the apostles. They did a lot of writing. You can simply go do a Google search right now on your phone, um, early church writings, and hit enter, and uh, go get you a nice uh, bottle of Jim Beam or Jack Daniels or a bottle of wine or about a case of beer, and sit down, and um, you'll, you won't be able to finish all those early church writings which talk about these things that Peter was the first pope, and he did wind up in Rome and was crucified upside down because he felt unworthy to be crucified like Christ. But, you know, Peter was the first pope. The word pope means father. It means Papa if this King James Version was written in redneck, uh, the Pope would have been called Papa. So, Poppy, P-O-P-E, Pope, Father, Padre, Papa. So, the Pope is simply the earthly father, the head pastor. He is the head honcho in charge of the Catholic Church. Pope Francis right now, he is the head pastor The CEO, the five-star general, he is a monarch. He's like a king. He cannot be replaced or disposed of or fired. He is in charge. Who put him there? Jesus. All these people that do not believe in the Catholic Church, but they believe in the Bible, will boldly proclaim the scriptures that say that God sets those in authority, that God uh, were in Hebrews, the Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 13, to obey our elders, to that he has put authority in the church, and the only church, again, that ever existed from the time of Christ, all the way until towards the end of the medieval ages was the Catholic Church, just the Catholic Church, Jesus started one church, and when you left, he put someone in charge of things here on earth, and that was Peter. We see that all through church history. Now, the Pope, he's not perfect. Peter wasn't perfect. Peter screwed up a whole bunch, but he tried. He had a big heart and a big mouth to go with his big heart, which I do too. I have a very big heart and a very big mouth. Sometimes that's a dangerous combination, but You know, Peter sinned. Peter had flaws. Um, Peter was not perfect, and neither is the Pope. The Pope is not perfect. Um, When they say that the Pope is infallible, that does not mean what the average person would think. You know, most people would think, well, you're saying the Pope can't say anything wrong. He can't do anything wrong. He's never wrong, and you must obey him as God. No, what that is saying is the Pope will not, teach contrary to the dogmas of the church and as the Pope. Now, he can express an opinion and be wrong. He can uh, do certain things that are wrong, but he cannot speak with authority from the offices of the Pope on a matter of dogma and, and be wrong. God won't let him. He's not going to do it. They never have. So, the Pope is the head pastor. Now, if you look at any non-denominational church, and uh, we've got a big one here called Church of the Highlands, and the pastor's name is Chris Hodges. And my middle brother that passed away a couple of years ago, he went there and he enjoyed that church a lot. So, I'm not going to say anything negative about the church at all, but... They have like 50,000 members in different congregations. I think it's a video church where you go to your local campus and they have a video and you watch the pastor. His name is Chris, and he is the head of that church. He is the Grand Pupa. He is the boss of that church. Um, he he's You can say it like this. He is the Pope of Church of the Highlands. That is a... Massive church with locations all over the place, 50,000-something uh, members, biggest church in Alabama, biggest Protestant church in Alabama, and he is the boss, okay? And is he God? No, but I guarantee you he is over every other pastor in their church. He is the boss. He is the CEO. He is, uh, he is the five-star general. He is the admiral, Okay? And there's nobody higher than him in that church. And that's no different than the Catholic Church. You got the Pope, Pope Francis. And um, he is the boss of the Catholic Church. And he's not perfect. Neither is Chris Hodges. Neither was Billy Grant. Nobody's been perfect but Jesus. And even then, the religious people found fault with him. So we know that Jesus gave Peter... Authority in heaven and earth, and he told Peter that he could make laws and rescind laws. Just get that passage. It's Matthew chapter sixteen, verse thirteen through nineteen, and you get you. You can go to Google and you can read that in five hundred different translations: the Aramaic, the Living Bible, the King James Bible, the You just go. There's just no way to get around it. Jesus made Peter the first pope. Now, someone will say that there was no such thing as a pope until the medieval ages. Well, he was the bishop of Rome. The bishop of Rome was the pope, and now they call the bishop of Rome. He's the the top bishop. That's the same thing as the pope. So we'll see you Thursday, and I pray for you to have a good week. Until then, we'll talk to you later.